couple of things I'm going to speak on today. Number one, Russell Westbrook. A lot of people are hitting me up saying, yo, what's up with Russ? Speak on Russ. Is he on the decline? Why is he not impacting games like he once did? There is something about Russ that I've noticed over the last years, and no one has picked up on it. Russell Westbrook became one of the biggest stars in the NBA, became an NBA Hall of Famer, became an NBA legend, became one of the most admired, you know, among the legends that have played the game from 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and then stop right there. Russell Westbrook came at us like DMX on his debut album, okay? Um, the rage, the aggression, that's what a lot of folks fell in love with, an absolute dog who left it all out there, right? And people say that, oh, he didn't win and he wasn't a championship guy, things like that. Look, that OKC team, that narrative on that team is very, very, you know, close to being the opposite. Like, they went to two West Finals, went to a Finals, and then the KD was hurt one year, and then Russ was hurt one year. Both those years, they could have potentially won the NBA championship. 2016, they blew a 3-1 lead. Like, that team was very close to, you just couldn't say shit about either of these guys, Russ included. Here's what happened with Russ, and he's never been a pure hooper or skilled assassin in the half court, but he's not Giannis either, okay? He doesn't, it's like he has, he can comprehend a half court game. He's shown it before. His shot is streaky. He got a little bit of Allen Iverson there, but no, Allen Iverson was a purist, but I'm saying the tendencies and the, the high volume, like that was a little Iverson-esque. He got clicking. He got in a rhythm, he got to a point where you couldn't do a damn thing to stop him because when the shots started clicking, he could hit six threes. When to this day, when when the half court game is in and he can knock down free throws, like Russell Westbrook can catch a rhythm and it's over for you. You know what happened with Russell Westbrook though? Same athlete, same dog, same whatever, everything that he became an MVP on, a superstar on, a fucking four hundred million dollar player on, all that's still pretty much the same. If there is a slippage, you can't even notice it, but. What really happened to Russ, though, is the game changed up on him. He used to dominate you because he was coming at you 120 miles per hour. Everyone else was at 80. The Spurs, the Mavs, the, the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, they would dump it inside to Zach Randolph, Marcus Hall. They would go through Tim Duncan. They'd move the ball around four or five times, you know, before Dirk got it in the mid post. Then, before you would blink, Russell Westbrook would be at the rim. Before you would blink, Russell Westbrook would be at the line. You know, he, he was just three years ahead of everyone in an era where everyone was playing at 80 kilometers per hour. Sometimes it hurt them. Sometimes that was OKC's downfall, right? And people would often wonder, how is this guy's game going to age? It's just all explosive power and just up and down. And at times it's out of control. No, like he would catch a rhythm and he would get in a position where you were a few games away from the NBA finals. So technically to sit here, like you can try to change Russ's game. He could sit here and say, who the fuck are y'all? I made 400 million like this and I became an NBA Hall of Famer, right? I mean, they were on the cusp of being champions, shit. Like here's the thing. Now everyone's enabled, everyone's playing at 120 miles per hour because the game became a relay. The game became an up and down game. Everyone's playing Russell Westbrook basketball. So now his 30 10 and 10 or his 24 8 and 10, it doesn't impact the game. It doesn't impact today's flow and and up and down pace like it once did. He was the one you know, superstar freak, freak in nature coming at you and impacting the game. Now everyone's been enabled to play like Russ. They're not as athletic as Russ. He's the most athletic point guard in the league still, but 
NBA athletes, if they get these openings, if they get these gaps, they're just going to get to the cup. They're all going to get the end results the same, right? Russ was catching you. He was like a hurricane in a slow game. Now everyone's a hurricane and Russell Westbrook's impact kind of leaks. It's a weird thing that's happened. In a weird way, he needs the game to slow down again. So in a playoff situation, situation, he could come at you and be a dog. I thought he would have done that in Houston last year, but their offense was the fucking, you know, the the epitome of a Nable just relay race. So you kind of take Russ out of his element. Russ needs everyone else to be slow so he could be fast and it can impact the game. I think now he needs to clean up his game a little bit because today's game is about efficiency scoring the ball at a high clip shooting the ball and and making threes and things like that minimizing turnovers right he used to get away with those in that other time period and because he would just click and there was a night three catch a rhythm and it was 50 but it was a valuable 50 now it's like he might get 40 or 50 but you know it it might like it might leak it might not impact the game because your mistakes might catch up to us so in a weird spot still the same guy i think he's got to figure it out i think he has a lot of years left he's too much of an athlete too much of a dog but um Let's see. Let's see what happens with Russ. Um, you know, I, I think he can continue to refine his game and adjust his pace. Play similar to how you did with PG in OKC the year he became an MVP almost. You know, and it became a personal battle with Dame in the playoffs, and that cost him. But I think Russ can transition into a different type of point guard still. He's so gifted, right? Um, the Lakers. If there's any team that's going to beat them, it's going to be the Clippers. But I think this is the Clippers' best year, best chance to get them because they're burnt out and they're tired. And LeBron is such a dog that you don't notice. But all these overtime games against these, you know, young teams and you know teams on the rise, Anthony Davis sitting out, Achilles tendonitis, which is tough to deal with, um, and just like LeBron saying "fuck the All Star Weekend," right? Like there's fatigue there, and they as competitors can't show it. They had zero time to recover. The Heat, same situation. That's why they were off to slow start. Fuck, it was like a nine-week off season for them, I think. So they're definitely tired. Montrez Harrell, Wes Matthews, Dennis Schroeder, Marcus Saul. These guys are going to have to really step it up come playoff time because I think the Lakers might hit a wall. LeBron is such a force that you don't notice it. He's so used to just carrying a load like this, but I don't know. They're definitely fatigued, and I think, yo, I think the Clippers might get them because the Clippers are the opposite. They got something to prove. They have just like their their motto is just shut up and hoop, go into the radar and prove it. I don't know. I think the Lakers are going to coast through the season, and they're going through the motions right now, and they're getting by, and LeBron is so good, AD so good. But I think they might hit a wall. And I'd feel bad, but they got a championship. But like this, this short offseason was really tough for them. And it's gonna it, it, look in the playoff, like in playoff time, it might catch up to them. Let's see though. Uh, the Utah Jazz, beautiful basketball. When you don't have a duo like LeBron and AD, when you don't have a Kyrie, Katie, Harden, you have to play team basketball. You have to maximize it. They're like the old Spurs, right? Clicking on all cylinders, firing on all cylinders, getting everyone involved, moving the ball around, defending all those things. But and Donovan Mitchell's a dog too. Like Donovan Mitchell does it. He's been under the radar for a while. Question is, can they go get those big buckets in the playoffs? Because ball movement and team defense only takes you so far. That's why you see these LeBrons and these KDs and getting all these superstars. They know. They know what it is. You got to go through hell to win like this in the playoffs. It is a very, very taxing style. Everything has to go perfect. They might lose in the second round. 
I don't know, playing beautiful though, firing on all cylinders. Do they have a guy that is going to go shot for shot with a KD, with a LeBron, with an AD, with Kawhi, with PG and all these guys? Donovan Mitchell, I love his game. Let's see if he can step up to that small guards. You know, if you design a game plan to stop them in the playoffs, they can be stopped. Not everyone is Iverson. Not everyone is Kyrie. Not everyone is a Dame even, like, like Steph Curry. Can he go to that place? We're going to have to find out. But the game ultimately for them is going to come back to can they get buckets in the half court, in the playoffs, when it matters. When the defense buckles up and it's sweaty palms time and people cut you off and contain you, what are you going to do? Let's see.